Okay, Chris. Good afternoon to you. How are you? Oh, I've had a packed morning today. You know, I don't. Uh, no days off is a lifestyle, Jason, and the Lord's Day, unfortunately, is, is not. Uh, is is just another day for me. Why are you so packed on a dang Sunday? Well, Jason, I I like to move my body and also exercise my mind. Uh, I think that's part of it. <laughs> so you were were you reading, studying some academic papers? What was going on? No, I did. Yeah, well, my academic paper is the seven fifteen a.m. Barry's boot camp class. Um, Your academic paper is DailyMail.co.uk. Dot, dot co dot uk. Uh, but then I went and met our mutual friend uh, Ariel, who um, does the brand Mister Green uh, for a coffee, and he he laced me with. I don't. Are you familiar with his fragrance? Uh, which one? Hippie shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really great. Uh, and I'm glad to be laced with not only the fragrance, but the hand soap, which I, I, I really like. I feel so. like you've been a fan of the hippie shit f- scent for a while, haven't you? Yeah, have you actually, yeah, I remember I was wearing it. Do you remember when I stayed in that weird apartment in Atwater and we went to the Levi's party where g Easy was there? <laughs> uh, I do remember that <laughs> twisted fucking party. g Easy was just there He as a guest. He was not performing. Yeah, Virgil, Virgil was DJing, I think. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Damn!" That that was at the height of me being like, "I wish, I wish Virgil would would DJ with me," because I feel like he's one of the, he's probably like the biggest DJ in the world who would appreciate whatever it is that I do the most. Yeah, that's probably true. And that night, actually, that party was pretty good. Yeah, the party was pretty good. There was lots of hotties in the building. Including Chris Black, Them Jeans, and Gerald. Um, shout out to Big Gerald. But I, yeah, so I somebody tw- just sent me a Gerald screenshot of him uh, of a I think it was a Grailed or eBay. I think it was eBay where you could buy a pair of game worn Adidas or uh, Vans old school black low tops with the with the white stripe. That uh, where the soul had been autographed by G Easy, and it was <laughs> how a, much? It was a steal at one ninety nine. I would buy that for you as a gift <laughs> if I didn't think that uh, it would go directly in the trash. <laughs> I, I that's like two hundred dollars. That's a pretty. That's worth two hundred dollars as a joke. I think. Um, I agree one hundred percent. And also, they, it was clearly like real shoes that he had been wearing for a while. Like they, like if if part I, of his part of his stage costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, um, you know, even though he's able to afford, you know, thousands of pairs of these Vans shoes, you could tell that he had been wearing these for maybe a month or so, just based on the wear and tear that they had. God, if I, I were, wouldn't if even I were do to that. See, <laughs> if I were to, to see just a, a plain, not autographed shoe on eBay, and I, I looked at the condition, <laughs> I would be like... No, no, no. A plain nod. I love that a plain shoe means non-autographed. <laughs> like, that's, like that's, if it, like if I was shoe shopping for a pair of vintage shoes, just you these know, would be that I would actually wear. I would, I would not. I'd be like, no, there, a man's foot has been inside of this for for, for far too long. Whatever's going on in there, it can't be washed off. Gerald, wow, an autographed Gerald shoe is a g- great gift. Yeah, I mean, that'll make it to the How Long Gone Holiday gift guide that mm-hmm. we, I guess, I just decided, <laughs> I just decided we're working yeah, that's on because actually I'm inspired. A, that's actually a great idea. Is there a news outlet that you think would be willing to bite on onto um, this? 
more more than likely yes i've actually been brewing on a few ideas um i'm really i think tj you've inspired me to get back to the pen you know what i'm saying oh um, really well there's there's one idea that i've been really percolating for a while because it's something that's happening to me in real life i'm not going to spoil it but um can you give me a give us listeners a hint at least well it involves it involves television and my um my kind of rejection of this elite television and what i have been choosing to unwind with and how twisted it is um is there a little bit of the of kyle's ambient tv floating around in there uh, you know what? I, I actually I was thinking about this before, but I think it falls in line. It's just a very different category of ambient TV. Okay, so so his category of ambient TV is something that you can just put on. You have it on in the background. It's not doing. It's not moving the needle one way or another too much. You're able this, to scroll Instagram and, and yeah. Talk I mean, to this friends. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately for me, any TV is ambient TV at this point. If you think I'm putting my phone down, you're out of your goddamn mind. But yeah, and I think most people would agree with that. Unfortunately, and, and that is, is not a good thing, by the way. No, it's not. But this is a show that that I think, um, unfortunately, sometimes you have to stand up and take notice um, when something is happening. It's not like an Emily in Paris it's where a it's a stand- full a stander. No, not a stander, but it's it's. I think you you like could like look you up. do a oh hell nah style stand up and point at the that, TV. <laughs> that is possible. Yes. So there's been something brewing there, but I think a how long gone gift guide um, could be could be interesting. Yeah, um, we can, we can see if the failingstrategist.com would be willing to to bite onto that. You know, hopefully we'll still be able to get our our twenty percent referral code for for doing our duty. Hopefully. I mean, I would also just do it on, you know, um, howlonggone.blogspot.com, which will be, you know, oh, we're just, launching soon. Just throw it up on the blog. That's, that's <laughs> Yeah, actually, just throw it up on the blog. You know, so... Yeah, because what though, we have is a pirate ship. We don't need... This, exactly. We don't need these uh, Condé Nast. No, we do. We do. A gift guide. <laughs> a gift guide on a Substack is really depressing. So let's <laughs> let's aim. Let's aim a little higher. That, that is that is something that I, I I typically would disagree with that, but in this instance, I am in full agreement with you. It, we you need to have. Even if it is something as dumb as Esquire or something like that, there has to be a name <laughs> attached to it. <laughs> Woo! Um, mm-hmm. So speaking of firing shots, I saw something on oh. Larchmont this morning that shook me to my core, and I tweeted about it, and people are explaining to me what it is, and now I feel like I took some shots and, oh, and didn't realize. Okay. So yeah, just, just to backpedal, Larchmont is a neighborhood – in Los Angeles, somewhere between the east side and I guess like just it's, Hollywood. It's, and it's where I'm, I'm. I'm the mayor at this point. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Who, I, have the most, I, I have the most check. I have the most check-ins on Foursquare. If you if you watch <laughs> the the television show Girlfriends on Netflix, that's the neighborhood that they live in. Um, it, it's a it's an example of living in a nice neighborhood in L.A. that has a suburban feel to it, while still being right into the mix of everything. Great, great. So, you know, so Sundays is when they have their farmer's market, which I obviously don't go to. Um, but I saw a fella and his chick waiting in line for the farmer's market, part of the reason I don't go. And his shirt said on the front, music, wine, and incense. Mm. <laughs> and then on, the, then on the back, it just had a speaker and a plant. And I was just, I, I threw up a little in my mouth. Um, so so and and people said hey this is a jack johnson t-shirt what do you do you wish you wish jason it's a soul action t-shirt oh, <laughs> no. 
Because <laughs> somebody was like, so because that's a, a friend of mine was like, oh, did he open for Jack Johnson? I go, actually, no. It's more of a lo-fi beats to study to vibe. And then I and then somebody was like, "That's actually Soul Action merch," and I was like, "Damn, I'm I didn't even know that, but that makes it even worse." So, so music, wine, and incense. I yes. mean, it, it is a problem because those are you know mostly things that you and I do enjoy partaking. Totally, of. I, I have I have incense burning right now. Um, I'm sure you know at some point in the next 24 hours, I will enjoy a natural orange wine that is both effervescent and and uh, possessing salinity and mm-hmm. you know we both love music especially when you listen to it on the uh, spotify.com platform yeah if you want to check out how long on radio every saturday that's where we listen to music thank you spotify thank you anchor but yes yeah, we i literally that, listen to music we literally do this but i don't think that that needs to be um <laughs> on a on a t-shirt would you is that maybe the problem is that it's printed on a garment because that's the problem yeah, for me. That is that is definitely a big problem is trying to create a an identity around those things and it is it is it is basically an a, a, an advanced basic version of something like you know like the beat, the Ringo and George and Paul that's what it reminded well, me of. To me it's it's like a somebody who's who thinks they're going to sound smarter, more cool and and interesting than a simple like Netflix and chill or like all I want people all I want somebody to do is feed me pizza and eat my pussy or something like that. You know? <laughs> 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 like to, to basically build a an identity around something so so universally yeah, it's simple. just, a, it's it's just, just like, another day. It's like, just another like, day. Call me kooky. I'm a I'm one of those one of those random people that likes watching Friends, the TV show reruns, and yeah, that's me. That's my vibes. Or like, I don't know. Like, I'm really into pizza. Or like, tacos make me horny. You know? Yeah. Wine. Why? Mom. Moms love wine on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Kind of vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You uh, you you need to pick something. A little bit more interesting and and not so uh, straight down the straight down the fairway. If you want to build a worthwhile identity around that, because if you are trying to find like-minded people who also enjoy things like music and wine, you've, you've literally <laughs> you know alienated about four percent of the world's population. The by population, doing that. but it it was just a, yeah. I I just really it really set the tone for the day. Um, but well, it was, I'm sad that I missed that. Uh, and of all the shirt merchandise items, I thought you it was going to be. I even I was surprised, and I am, you know, I am part of the the EDM community that 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 Christian lo-fi hip hop label. <laughs> what uh, what things, swims in? What things do not need to be combined? Christianity and lo-fi and studying. I would say those are the three things that <laughs> they have nothing. They have nothing in common, but somehow they have found a place to gather under one roof. Well, which is yeah, I mean Christian. I mean, I guess like it doesn't. It's it doesn't seem very very religious to like in. I guess incense might have a like a little Catholic vibe. I don't know. Do, do they burn incense normally in in like the Christian church? I don't think it's a no. Definitely not. Definitely I mean, not incense, a, in, incense more, to me is more of a Muslim type of activity, perhaps. I think of it just as as Eastern in mm-hmm. general. Yes. Like it's it's. I don't think of it as uh, right, right. Christ, Christians be burning candles, not not incense, because yeah. I, I feel like well, the smell of incense could be. 
could be associated with like I was drug telling. Use. Like I was telling Ariel, I, I'm very excited to to burn a candle in, in, in my Christian home because my <laughs> mom will be forced to unplug the Glade plugins before I get there. So it's a nice, it's a nice, you know, I get it. Uh, I, I get it. But no, I don't think that the all of those things existing under one roof seems like a it, it seems like the niche would be small, but I guess it's big. Yeah, and that's the problem is these people want to have their Christian religion, but they want to have it their way, and and I don't know if they're allowed to. Like you're. You're allowed to in, to enjoy music in the Christian church, but it has to be gospel. It can't be anything, you know, it can't be pop music. It can't be rap music. It can't be... Well, it can. It just... Have you heard of Lecrae? I know you're into no, that. No, you know, it, I'm saying it can and does exist, but I, I don't believe it should because it, it there, hasn't been, there hasn't been an example where it is truly good other than Christian hardcore band Zayo. Well, that's true. Yeah, Christian hardcore bands are... And well, I hate MXP- to keep bringing MX- them up. MXPX is also Christian, I believe, so don't, let's not forget that. Uh, yeah, MXPX is definitely a very bad band, though, you know. Speaking of MXPX, sorry, Jason sent, sent a photo earlier today of legendary frontman Fat Mike from the band No Effects linking up with Dexter Holland from Offspring in the most Huntington Beach moment we've ever seen. So that Jason. was... Are you sure that was Dexter? I don't know if it was. Yeah, bro. Dex- yes, it was. Who else would that be? Who else looks like that? I uh, well, did you check a tag? Because it could just be like some type of HB HB local for the heads that you're that you're not aware of. That's Dexter, bro. I don't. I don't think it is Dexter. I think this could be Noodles. That is Dexter, offspring? dude. Dexter's old as hell now. Okay, That's what okay. he looks like. Okay, let's- there's no. Fat Mike doesn't tag. Okay, no, I'm, lo- I'm looking. I'm looking. You're right. Yeah, the first right. comment has got to keep them separated. A play <laughs> on no, quarantine. no, no, no. But then somebody, uh, a, an Instagram user named Offspring Punk, wrote a comment <laughs> that has three 100 emojis, <laughs> and then the word nudes in all caps, N O O D S, which would be short for noodles, and uh, the lead guitarist. So yes, I'm familiar with that. But and then Dexter- another comment that says. Do the Cretan Hop says Fat Noodles would be a good band name, and then, great point. So and uh, let me look him up. But I thought Dexter had that signature hair. But either way, I mean, Fat Mike from No Effects is an insane. He's wearing a a pink plaid child's bike helmet, a a white <laughs> V neck T shirt, and then a a hot pink backpack, and then he has kind of a aqua blue coral pastel hair color and do he, we think that and he looks like he looks like roseanne kind of he did do, do we think that fat but I, th- I feel like fat mike could be one of those people who's secretly really rich he it, no i think he's definitely rich enough i don't think he's really rich sure but he you know he's been a touring musician that will play like you know thousand cap venues for the last 20 years you know. But there was never there was never really a moment where how where where where, where no effects like crossed over right no, like they no, never no, no. they never they didn't really have got in, a radio they, were, they didn't get a no. big sync or anything that's not really the vibe they didn't they didn't but they were able to do all of that well enough with an underground record label yeah. contract so they're able to they, they might have owned stuff. they yeah, didn't really yeah, have a big have. advance to pay back or anything like that 
I know. Unfortunately, you know, Jason and I are going to be paying the Spotify advance back for the next 10 years <laughs> before before yeah, our royalties we, kick yeah, in. Yeah, we're, we're involved in a crooked 360 deal. It's un, it's unbelievable. They they just took us to the fucking cleaners, but we, we had to sign the deal. It was too good to, to, to you know, leave, uh, to leave it on the table. Um, speaking of speaking of money, I was reading that um, that George... <laughs> cool. Uh, that, <laughs> I was reading that George Clooney, the, the, the George Clooney yeah, interview yeah. came out and, and he was talking about... Oh, I, was, I was telling my girlfriend about the uh the part where he was like i have all these amazing friends over all the years who have like helped me through life and taken me to all these faraway lands in the world and you know shown me priceless you know insights over the years and there's obviously no way to repay them but then i realized I'll just give them all a million dollars each <laughs> it's so sick i mean <laughs> which which is but to me it's kind of like it No, Jason, there's no bad spin on this. Try as you might. Go ahead. Well, okay. First of all, if you're if you're one of George Clooney's 14 best friends and you're like on the yacht in Mykonos with him or you're on the PJ to Aspen for a getaway, like a million dollars is probably not going to change your life. Like you probably are kind of already good money. So then it's kind of like, all right, Richie, now you're just kind of like making me feel odd because now I'm like, oh, no. I was able to you know, like buy this second Bentley because George gave me a million. No, or, I think. And, but then it's also kind of equally, um, I guess, like not offensive, but like uh, patron patronizing a little bit uh, negatively if you were <laughs> to like donate a million dollars to somebody in their name. Then it's kind of like, oh, like so you're doing that. Jason, you're, you're making Jason, me look bad Jason, for not doing Jason, that. Jason, you're thinking about this way too hard. If I gave you a million dollars in a fucking duffel bag, you would be happy, and that would be the end of it. That's that's true. But what if I truly did not need a million dollars? You know what? Then, like, then, it's, like, then so, it's up to then it's up to you to use that million dollars as you see fit. If you want to donate it, okay. Or, well, or, we have to. Well, okay. Let's do this experiment for the for the case of experimentation. If we adjust that for inflation, like if you take his his total net worth of however many millions of dollars you know he must have a lot of money if he's able to just write 14 checks for a million dollars and not even think about it twice well we hope we hope it wasn't a check sweetie but sure (laughs) you know uh yeah you know what i mean bitch and then you know so like if let's say if if you were to do that you know and and Mm -hmm. you know you obviously are you know a, I'm the first in line in our friend group that would be able to do something mm, like that. Yeah, I, you're, I, you you are obviously a man of 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 wealth, but you don't you know you you could admit that you don't have as much money saved up in the uh, the Wells Fargo <laughs> checking as as George Clooney. So then, like, no, what, I don't. What, what, and what also, would, do what, not do not do not. First of all, I don't use Wells Fargo, and I don't want you to put that out there. <laughs> I'm a I'm a long term Bank of America client, and we're going to be switching to City National soon because we're oh. in Hollywood now. But we'll, okay. we'll get to that later. We'll okay. get to that when later. When we open up our joint baby mama account. Okay, we, we, so, we, so then what is. We got to pay the light bill together. So, like, for the amount of, you know, like, obviously you're not cash, you're not cash poor, you're not house poor, you know, you are, you know, you spend a lot of money on hotel expenses and, and loafers <laughs> and candles and things like that. But, you know, you got some money in the bank. So, like, if you, if you, you know, compare that ratio of $1 million to X versus, you know, however much money you have, you know, what would that number be? You know, how much money would you giving be giving me just as a bro gift? Is it like, you know, like, hey, I wrote Jason a check for like 
$7,000. No, Jason, I'm not. The thing is, this is why Clooney's a genius. A million dollars is the perfect amount. Because it's not it's in it's not insane for him, but it's still like fourteen million dollars to give away is a yeah, lot of money. That's that is it, it, he. It's not insane to him. Like obviously, it wasn't such a crazy amount that his financial advisor was like, "If you do this, like you're you're, you're going to have to sell the third house, and and you know your kid's not going to go to college. He's not. He's obviously going to be good, even if he drops fourteen in a weekend." But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I would feel weird accepting just a gift like that from Jason. Uh, from you somebody. are so full of shit. If Steve Aoki <laughs> dropped off a million dollars to you, you would take it and be smiling. You would not feel weird at all. You're lying. Maybe yes. Maybe no. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't feel emasculated or anything like that. Well, no. But it, it would it's feel also, like, what do I do with this money? Do I feel weird, like just spending it on cigs and 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 Hermes belts, or do I like? Should I do something <laughs> nice with it? Like, do I have to start a nonprofit with this? Let do me I have tell to start you, Jason. Let me tell you what I was taught by people that have a lot more money than me. Thank you. When you get a when you get a fat windfall like that, yeah. Um, you need to spend a percentage of it frivolously up front to get that out of your system, and then you mm. will hopefully be responsible with the remaining amount. So maybe you give some to charity, maybe you uh, invest some, maybe you just put some in a in a in a rock solid yeah, savings yeah. account or a four hundred one k. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're like, all right, you know what? I fi- I bought these crazy golf clubs. I got a new exactly. I got a new Porsche, and then the rest like. Like some of that's yeah. going in the kids' college fund, and then and then I paid off the the Malibu house, and you know then you're then you're feeling good. I think you should any gift like that, yeah. Even if it's a hundred dollar Amazon gift card from your mom, you should you should spend it on something that will make you happy that you probably weren't going to buy for yourself. Well, that's a gift in general. You know what I mean. So yeah. if Clo- if Clooney gives me a million, I'm not buying a car because I'm not a simp, but I'm going to I'm going to. <laughs> what are you buying? I'm going to buy some, I, you know, honestly, it'd probably be more of a vacation. I'm more of an experiences guy, you know, Jason. Um, well, there's, maybe there's going to, you, you could, you could go to Cabo for the week and still have a nice little chunk left over on that Millie. But, but a million Even if dollars. It was an all inclusive resort opportunity. The sad, the sad reality of a million dollars is just not that much money. That's the thing. I think uh, it's, nowadays it's sad, that is unfortunately it's just not true. that much money. You can't even buy a house in a major city for a million dollars. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you have any taste. So it's, it's difficult. Uh, but, how dare you? But a million dollars is not a major city. You're right. Good point. A million dollars is a million dollars, and I think Clooney's a real sweetheart. And I hope I hope people are spending the money responsibly because as much as it would be appealing to blow it on cocaine and helicopters and stuff, um, you should spend a little on yourself. But then hopefully, maybe you do pay it forward with some donations. I, okay. I would definitely, I would pay it forward with some donations. For okay. Sure. Well, my my last commentary on this is I just realized that. Obviously, George Clooney was financially successful from his illustrious movie and TV career over the years, but I forgot that they they sold their shitty tequila company for like three billion dollars. So Amelia is absolutely nothing. I I would well, be insulted. I would want more from Clooney. It's also though you got to understand these guys. He could go do a couple adverts in Germany, and then and that's the it's it. This could be two days of work for Clooney. R- r- yeah, literally. That that's all that is. That's that's one tag hewer billboard at the Beverly Center, and and, exactly. and we all gonna have a nice little Thanksgiving. 
I'm gonna have to literally sell some organs to get you that million I promised you. But <laughs> that's the kind that's the kind of friend that I am. And Spotify, our, our friend Armand at Spotify, just you know, now you understand what we're playing with here. Like if <laughs> if I'm if I'm Clooney and he's Gerber, then I'm gonna need a little more money. Moving on to a different Hollywood hottie, I've I've also been kind of. I've been bewitched by the image of Brad Pitt wearing a flannel work work a uh, workman's flannel, smoking a cig, wearing some looking white slip cool on as hell on set. And I, for, <laughs> looking I, I cool I, I, as hell. <laughs> looking cool as hell. I was talking to um, previous guest Jacob Gallagher from Wall Street Journal. Uh, he's search. Oh, he's searching for the flannel. He's searching for the flannel, and it made me like. I replied. He was like, "Does anybody know who makes this flannel? I've been looking high and low online, and I haven't been able to find it." And people were trying to show him, like, "Oh, maybe it might be this. It might be this." And he's like, "Oh, it's close, but it's not there." And I replied saying, "Like, oh, this is clearly a, a vintage Quicksilver flannel purchased, you know, sometime in '93 or something like that." You know, as a little bit of a joke. But then the more I started looking at that image, I was like. This is this really might be <laughs> this. Well, first of all, it really might be. You know, I wouldn't put it past Brad to be wearing, you know, a, a quicksilver flannel. That's there's nothing really wrong about that. But more so, just just the whole image, the way that like you don't really see photographs of of celebrities or people like that anymore. Of like that candid moment of, you know, just a guy sitting on the back of a trailer having a cigarette he's you know he's like 50 whatever years old he's done yeah, it all Jason, he's that, seen it all his his hair is kind of a mess that, his, that candid his, that candid moment of the most famous person in the world filming a movie and taking a break that candid well moment. you know You're you right. but it, it you you can't deny that that image did have i mean it wasn't a, yes, it wasn't yeah. a staged photograph it was it was no and it, it wasn't was, it wasn't a, an award show or him leaving a restaurant like it truly is him yeah relaxed. It, it was it was him You're right like everything about it was like this is how like nobody gave him that wardrobe to wear nobody told him like oh look this way nobody has holding like uh you know a silver piece of of cardboard uh, you know to bounce the light for him it was just a random photo it's called, a ref- it's called a reflector but sure go ahead you know some people might call it a bounce but hey we're uh, <laughs> we're splitting hairs uh but like you know it's it's not and and there's not really like he's he, he needs to be celebrated and not take it for granted because stars like that who are able to look like that and exude that confidence and swag swagoo and all that like they don't really make them like that anymore like thanks thanks to you know whatever a variety of reasons like like well, like like Timothy in, is not going to look like that like only no. only maybe you know Harry the shit people the, Harry, Harry S Harry S is probably the only one the coming close that- the Timothy stuff, like he's wearing an orange Celine logo sweatshirt, and you guys are freaking out about that. That's corny as fuck. If mm. one of my friends showed up in orange Celine logo sweatshirt, <laughs> I would clown. I would clown them. Yeah, Brad Pitt, unless they're doing it as a joke, then it's cool. Of like, hey, I just bought this like seven hundred dollars sweatshirt as a as a joke. I thought it'd be funny when I came to dinner. But it yeah, has that's cool. This Brad Pitt flannel photo has sent my mind spinning on the flannel beat. And I got to say, I've been looking at some flannels myself, Jason. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, my my eBay watch list has a variety. Luckily, this this style of flannel where it's kind of like a thicker vintage flannel, it might have like a quilting, a little bit of a lining inside for, you know, changing the oil on the Pontiac in some of the colder months, but still looking good. 
luckily a lot of those shirts come come in the bigger boy sizes and yeah, yeah. well work clothes are usually for big guys you know but you've yeah, never yeah. done any work in your life so well, i don't know luckily i'm a big guy who also puts in work my fat ass was out there sanding and taping <laughs> Um, taping the garage door trim just moments before we hit record. You oh. know when you tell when you tell me stuff like this, that's why I hope this podcast is successful, so you can stop doing that. My hands look like this, so yours look like this. Situation. Okay, yeah, your your hands are burnt burnt from uh, from all those all those Russian style ring works out workouts. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the way gymnasts. Uh, uh, you know, arms and legs and and fingers and everything. You know, their their shit's all fucked up. They got tape all over it. My hands be looking good, and I'm, <laughs> and, and I'm putting in real grown man bi work. All right, and and you'll never understand the the sense of satisfaction that that a person that a person has when they, I won't. You know, they put in that blood, sweat, and tears. That but I, grease. I will be able. If you need some extra bucks, just let me know because I'll hire you to do some manual labor for me. Uh-huh. If if that, if you like it that much, then we can talk about it. Well, I mean, it will obviously depend on budget and rate, but yeah, we can definitely <laughs> talk. You know, I don't do drywall. You know that. So okay. Well, how are you at electrical? Not great. Not great. Not definitely not great. But I mean, I'm not afraid of it, but I shouldn't be doing it. But I did I did a lot of rewiring work during during our quarantine, you know, DIY home remodel projects. I hope you rewired that twisted little brain of yours. <laughs> I'm over I'm that- over here twisting up that that electrical tape. Yeah, I, I also have rewired my twisted brain. Don't worry. But but I looked, so I was looking in the responses to to a friend of the show, Jacob Gallagher's tweet, mm-hmm. and the one that was the closest to it, apparently, I thought that was it. Jacob says, no, he's more of a nerd than me. He's right. Um, it was only $170. It was some brand I'd never heard of, but it looked pretty good. Yeah, I saw that, and it did look good, but he was like, oh, the the like the bottom the bottom hem is is not rounded. It's straight or something like that. I'm going to have to say, if it's that hard to identify for literally an expert who does it for a living, I'm going to have to say it's vintage. Yeah, I think so too. And, and and which is better for me because I just me looking up like vintage, you know, flannel work shirts in my size on, on eBay for like less than 10 minutes, I found like five pieces from like the 70s, 80s, you know, like Sears brand in like great condition. And it's like $24 or something like that. Totally. So, I, I, so I might. So, basically, what I, the long way around? Uh, what the point I'm trying to get to is, I'm currently growing my hair out to be as long as Brad's. I'm going to continue to fucking blast cigs. The old, and I'm going to wear white t-shirts, just a Hanes work tee with a nice little flannel, a nice pair of faded 501s. No one's going to have a problem with that. But the only issue is is the Coke white van slip on. It's not really, that's the only thing that's not getting my ding dong. But hard. hold on, hold on. In that picture though, it looks like those are like, I, I don't have the picture in front of me, but it, are you they, saying those they, could be some YSLs? No, they're not designer. Thank God. Cause nothing's cornier than designer sneakers, but it does. <laughs> it seems like, I mean, maybe he's just got them slipped off on the back. They come up a little high. They look like a mid top slip on, which is not, I think they could be like a CVs or something weird. Uh, okay, or that, or maybe like um, like a military surplus, like, like but you know like how gentleman's work shoe. Well, Jason also noticed like a that deck his hand. Uh, noticed that the white T-shirt is actually long sleeve, which is very cool. Oh, that, God that's an advance. Clean that, up on aisle me. That's an advanced move to have the to have the undershirt God long sleeve it. with the flannel rolled up. That's hot fire. Okay, and well I fucked up jeans, because I just ordered you know, my four pack. 
My jeans look like that, and people make fun of me and say they look like diesel, but now that Brad Pitt does it, repair jeans are cool, which is a little unfortunate for me. Yeah, and the, there's there's another photo of him where he is he's loading boxes of produce. No. Yeah, of wearing that same outfit because he's not he's not on a movie set. He's like he's like doing some type of like food bank. Oh God, no, no, he's, he's, he's helping this guy. God damn it! This guy is too good. Yeah, yeah. So he he's volunteering for the Los Angeles Housing Project. Where God damn it, Brad! You are the you really are that motherfucking guy. God bless you, Brad. Yeah, but then but then he's also like, and um, I'm gonna go do this. But you know, if somebody if somebody wants to alert the paparazzi that I'll be doing this, um, you know, f- go ahead. Feel I, free. I and bet. So that is the one problem. And I'm also no, I'm I looking at the I, shoe and. You're right. It 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 is not a van slip on. It is a is a, is a different one. But his belt needs work. And lastly, um, I don't know how you how do you feel about the rolled up um, jean at the bottom? I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I I don't personally do it, but I like it for him. Yeah, it's not something that I can pull off because I need every inch I can get on <laughs> yeah. that on that little inside. Uh, 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 yeah, you need every inch you can get. That's damn. Tr- that's the damn truth. Uh-huh. Um, and I make it but, look good. I do. I think this is a pretty iconic fit, and I think that. Um, I mean, Brad is just you know he's gone. We've seen him go, go through so many phases in his life and and turmoil, and I think this mm-hmm. this so this sober, cool dad blasting a cig, helping people less fortunate mm-hmm. is that's the real takeaway. Maybe maybe the clothes shouldn't be the focus. Maybe doing good should be Jason. Wow, I've never heard you say the biggest crock of non-Chris Black bullshit in my entire life. It's always I, about the clothes for you, Chris, and it's always about the clothes for me. No, it's about the clothes. But that that flannel is fucking nice. And you know, so when I was looking at flannels last night, I stumble upon what I like, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. And I click on it, and it costs one thousand dollars. <laughs> so I I need maybe I need your eBay search, but just a couple sizes smaller. Yeah, well, I mean, no, you're you're just like a regular large. I'm assuming, right? I would say XL in an overshirt flannel style top, you know, because okay. you want it to be a little big. You know what I'm saying? So if you see any XLs, I'm not really into red tones. I'm into more muted or possibly um, earth tone. Don't worry, Chris. I found a nice little little navy blue jump jump for you. That's perfect. I'll, uh, I'll add pr- it to the watch list. Yeah, it's like thirty bucks. I love that. You know, I've, yeah, just, you know, copping gear is, you know, yesterday, actually, that's funny. You bring us to copping gear because yesterday I went and took it all the way back to the year 2000 with a friend of the show, Mikey, um, and mm-hmm. hit, uh, hit the APC store on Melrose to just get a pair of raw denim. <sighs> um, so when you say raw denim, what do you mean by that exactly? Unwashed APC raw denim, like I was wearing in ninety nine, like, like, like the like the very dark blue. Exactly, like you don't wash it. So yesterday, so I was always taught with, with the raw denim, the first wave of the raw denim craze that you know you don't wash them, you freeze, you, have to, you freeze, blah blah blah. But they actually the the people at APC now suggest you wear them uh, as long as you can until they look like you want them to look, and then you have them dry cleaned, and that locks that fading in. Uh. which i which is which is interesting i don't know if it's true or not i haven't tried it yet i have to pick my i had to get them hemmed obviously so i'm picking them up on on uh tuesday night um but it was a great purchase and i had fun shopping it was fun to 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 buy i haven't bought a pair of new jeans like not vintage jeans in years yeah same 100 percent. i mean 
And I, and I like buying used jeans, you know, jeans that have a story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, new jeans, like, like Brad's break, career, breaking, in you know? new, breaking in new jeans, it's kind of annoying. It's kind of a pain in the ass. And it's just like, um, like when you get a fresh brand new haircut and you're walking around or like you get a fresh brand new pair of like white Converse shoes and, and then you're like, I'm, I'm brand new something guy. Like I don't want the attention. Yeah. You don't, you don't, I don't no, want it to appear like I'm one of those guys who has to have everything but I, extremely I think these, crispy at all times. I think these are gonna. I think this is gonna really change my wardrobe for the better. I like it. They look good with loafers. They look good with sneakers. You can wear them with a boot. You know, I, I really. We took a lot. Mikey was there, luckily, to help me with the the hem because usually I'm getting a no break hem for my loafer wearing. But for these, mm. I wanted a more versatile hem, so I could wear a New Balance nine nine three, for example, Ooh. or an R R M Williams boot, or you know, you know what I mean, Jason. It, it's what, it's or what, Clark's what, Clark's Wallaby. You know, what, what's the rise on those? Are we a high, low, or mid? I would say a mid-rise, um, mm-hmm. 33, 33 inch waist, uh, which will stretch out a little bit, which is a problem, but we're going to deal with it. So your so your waistline, this is a how long gone exclusive. Chris Black's waist <laughs> is thirty three. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was just a fun experience, honestly. Shopping for something new with a, and Mikey being like an expert and helping me, you know, make sure it looks right. I even I did I did something I've never done before, and because I was wearing a loafer. Um, I actually tried on a hideous APC sneaker with the jean to see <laughs> to see how it would hit with a pair of sneakers. That's how extreme I took it yesterday. Jesus, damn! You, I mean, you want to? Sure, Brad Pitt was selfless, but I know I give and I give and I give. Well, uh, speaking of of uh, of more of what we're talking about right now, I just saw an ad on my on my Twitter feed that that eBay just started doing their own proprietary um shoe clothing you know jewelry yeah. whatever authentication fake ass stock x or you know competing with real real doing doing what you know the one thing that ebay couldn't do compared to the real real which was yes this um this rolex is much cheaper on ebay but like i don't know i will mm. never that's fully so funny know. i I actually think of StockX as being the originator of that, even though you're right, they they might not be. Well, I've I've never used StockX because I'm a I'm a grown adult, but I'm I'm so they do that over there. They they, they that's part of their authentication process. Well, I'm I'm sorry, there. I'm sorry that you don't get sent a bunch of clothing that you don't want. Um, but oh, I yeah. oh I do. They don't want nobody wants it in your size. Uh, <laughs> no. I have, um, yeah, if something's the, I've used StockX a few times and it's, yeah, basically you send them something, they authenticate it and then they post it. You know what I mean? Right, so right. it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't get posted until you, until it's, it's, you know, uh, authenticated. Right, right. So, you, so you're Jordan 11s, they get the stamp of exactly. approval and then they just send my, you your check in the yeah, mail. The Union Jordan 1s hit pretty hard, the Dior Jordan 1s, you know, that kind of stuff. So what do you think that's going to mean for, for, do you think this is a wise move for eBay to do this? Do you think this is going to make them, you know, be able to compete with these other resale sites like Depop and RealReal and, and StockX? I, I mean, maybe. I think e- it seems really late to me since eBay invented this whole shit. Like, they should have been a little further along in this process. But, I mean, mm-hmm. eBay, eBay to well, me is the know, Kleenex. The, the, Kleenex. What's that? Yeah. Uh, what's that phrase? It, it takes a long time to to turn. The, the bigger the ship is, it, the harder it is to to turn it around, or something like that. I'm not familiar with your little <laughs> turn of phrase, but sure. I mean, I just think that eBay is a giant corporation with a lot of money that this could have been figured out. You know what I mean? But yeah, they're mm-hmm. doing like a drive-through 
authentication in real life this weekend activation in LA. Mm, but I, I I've, that's the thing that I've always liked about eBay. Like I didn't, I didn't want them to change this. I didn't want them to add this because that'll get a lot of people who are, you know, not not so much like the real collector hunter types who who like the experience of you know finding that unearthed hidden gem that somebody might you know because eBay was like the last place on the digital marketplace where you're able to have that kind of uh, like garage sale experience where you pull over and you're like, oh, this motherfucker has a blah, blah, blah here. He doesn't even know it. And he's, he, you know, he's selling this Burberry scarf for $3, this fucking idiot. And then, you know, like we don't, we, we can't do that anymore thanks to StockX and Real Real. Some, some nerd identifies what the garment is and then charges full price for it because everyone's trying to make a buck. And, and that Good little, point. that little, uh, needle in a haystack moment has been taken away from us even more. And that's the thing I love about eBay is, you know, the half the battle is finding something that you really want. And then the other part is, you know, at your cool dinner party or church gathering, telling them how much of a great bargain hunter you are because you got it for, you know, this super low, low price. I love getting stuff for a low, low price, Jason, but it needs to be authentic. You know, mm. it can't. It can't be. We ain't rocking no bootlegs. We ain't rocking no fakes on this side. Your Yeezys better be real, Jason, or I'm calling you out. Well, my my Yeezys are are actually real. You're right. I would. There's a lot of fake. I have a lot of fake clothes. A lot of fake jewelry. But... I thought I thought your Yeezys were, were actually a cake, and I tried to bite <laughs> them because it was they were so big and delicious looking. But I was unfortunately that it was rubber, um, so it didn't it didn't hit quite like I was looking for. It's so easy to tell with the fake Yeezy of all the shoes, you know. Like you you just look like anyone can look. Like my mom could be like them them joints ain't real, bro, and she she doesn't know anything about it. But, can we get a can we get a drop of your mom saying them joints ain't real, please? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's already said heads ain't got these, and people do love that one. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to modernize it. We need to catch up. There's new yeah, phrases. Well, we well need speaking of of Kanye, today is the tenth anniversary of the uh, of his greatest album ever released, My Dark Twisted Fantasy. I wondered why idiots were talking about him again. <laughs> and I, I didn't. I didn't know why. Like, we really need to debate. I, I don't. I don't have a favorite. Honestly, I'm not well versed enough in Kanye West to care about which album is considered the best. Yeah, well, that 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 part I don't care about. I think everyone should have their own different al- favorite album, and there should there's there's not one right answer for that because depending on what type of person you are, how old you are, everyone is going to have their own unique favorite Kanye album, and that's the way it should be. But uh, what I, what what doesn't need to happen is us celebrating anniversaries of like when a song came out i only celebrate those when they're good yeah so liz fair we're celebrating you know teenage fan club we're celebrating (laughs) kanye west we ain't celebrating yeah but i mean like no i'm kidding i agree oh yeah i i know you're kidding but like i will retweet sometimes i'm guilty though sometimes of retweeting is this is this a is this a slow news day type of thing is this like the like the the iPhone memories way of thinking to where we have to be like, all right, seven years ago today, you went to fucking Dave and Buster's in Pacoima. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I do think there's and then, some... Yeah, and you definitely went there with your ex-boyfriend, well, me, and here's a bunch of pictures of your ex-boyfriend. It or, reminds me of... I hate thinking about my ex-boyfriend, but I think it is... There's something like, remember about... Remember when you... <laughs> seven years ago, you went 
to Dave and Buster's, and now this was way before the court took your kids away, and now <laughs> here's a bunch of pictures of you having a good time with your kid, and it'll take months of therapy to undo these. To get back. I think this this reminds me of like... Um, it's like the same. I think it all stems from the media. I think that like people have to write about stuff, and it reminds me of the people who whose job it is to like write what's coming and going from Netflix every month. Yeah, like it's the same kind of beat where it's like, oh, it's the tenth anniversary of Kanye West. This will get a lot of clicks, and people will debate it. Let's post it. Yeah, and then, it, I, it, it is a good money marketing thing as well, and it uh, it also reminds me of whenever it's like, oh, it's National um, Frozen Yogurt Day, or it's National yeah. whatever day, like. All that is is just that means five million people are going to listen to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy today. Spotify will make that much more money, thank God. And Kanye I don't even West know will make that much more money as well. Now the song that I remember from that album is the one with Pusha T. That's Hot Fire. Mm, where, um, where he played the MPC on MT, uh, on the award run, show, uh, Runaway. Yeah, and, and Pusha T comes out in that pink Lon Vaughn suit. That shit gives me goosebumps. No 20, cap. Twenty four seven three six five. Pussy stay on my mind. Yes, that. I mean, what what is a better line than that? Um. Well, I mean, I I think the real heads' favorite song of that album is "Devil in a New Dress" featuring Rick Ross. Yes, I'm familiar with that. But yeah, there there are a couple stinkers on there, unfortunately. But you know, like gorgeous featuring Kid Cudi and Raekwon doesn't need to be there. Power, Ugh. that's okay. But you know, all powers of, a powers a pretty good treadmill song. It's a good treadmill song, but but Mike Dean on all of the, the lights. gods. Mike Dean, shout out to all of the lights. Mike Dean getting getting Rihanna on all of the lights. Mike Dean, Mike Dean is producing the How Long Gone album. When when we get our imprint at Mad Decent, <laughs> the, the the How Long Gone album mixed, mastered, and produced by Mike Dean. Only. Yeah, maybe. We'll see about that. And that also had the legendary interlude Blame Game featuring John Legend, which sampled TJ favorite, Aphex Twin, Avril. Shout, shout out, to, shout out to, to podcast listener and friend Emil Haney, who was in Hawaii working on that album. Mm. And then two more. That was when we first started hearing Bonnie Vare do his, his auto-tune. That's true. That was like the first time we got to see that. So that's 10 years of... Bonnie Vare up in Wisconsin gone off the shroomies <laughs> singing into that auto tune about being down by the river and shit like that. <laughs> Which you it's know. too late, baby. It's hard <laughs> to be apart from me. Um I'm a big Bonnie Vare head. Damn, okay. Yeah, I saw him play one time. It was pretty good. That one album I, I, I felt that. I forgot what it's called. It's it's weird though, because I, I um I listen to all of his albums and they're definitely not as much my thing as they were originally, but there are at least two or three songs every record that are very good. Yeah, there's this one if you are a Bond head, there's uh there's this video that you should watch. It's live at Air Studios. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Tell okay, me more. so so it's him. It's a it's a four AD Jag Jaguar session. Shout out, shout to, out to our other label. Um, if if Mad Decent if if Mad Decent passes, Jag Jaguar is going to get the seven inch produced by Mike Dean, whether they like it or not. Mm -hmm. But but this um, it's from 2014, but it, it has him covering Bonnie Raitt. I can't make you love me. It has him doing a bunch of his songs. Oh like, really? I love a I love a Bonnie Raitt cover. That's cool. It's like a smattering of his songs, but it's him and the other guy in his band, like the other main guy. Um, I don't know his name. He's just another nice-looking white man who looks plain. 
but it's just them on two like grand pianos in air studios i think it's in london maybe like a legendary amazing sounding studio with like crazy microphone and crazy old just pianos. going the fuck off and just they're going and, the fuck and, off and they're doing like these kind of like sad crying anthem versions of it where they're kind of going back and forth with their little vocal runs so if you have recently broken up with somebody if you are dealing with uh, a death in the family or you know you really need to do some some emo commiserating with with music i would i would recommend giving that a or if you're just like me if you're just like me and you have great taste and sad music is better than happy music and we all can agree on that then you know go check that out or or if you are just always depressed you know Mm. clinically for other reasons if the if the ssris are out of stock currently um you know check out this bonnie ver video that jason found on youtube it'll probably do the same thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll probably it'll probably serve the same Damn, purpose. now i'm gonna have to pull that up on the ipod shuffle and take a long walk in the next few months maybe but is that is that actually the best kanye west album though um in in my opinion it is uh, but that's because he sampled Apex Twin and you got a little chubby. No, no, no. I mean, like, to me, I listen to all all rap music albums or almost all album albums as like, how many um, how many of these songs are skippable or skippers for me? Sure. And, uh, and sure. I'll do this is a practice that I do on Spotify actually, which I used to do um, back when I was a DJ, and I I had to own the actual files of all the songs that I was going to play, and they had to be a high quality. You know, yeah, because we're not we're not getting a low quality them jeans edit. That's three twenty kpbs. Three twenty or higher is what it has to it had. So I had I had all that. So I would I would always download an album like oh the new Kanye West or the new Bonnie Vera, the new Dashboard Confessional album came out. I'm gonna <laughs> download. I, and when you download an album, you get the whole album. It's just one zip folder, and you go in ah. and you add all the songs to your iTunes, and you listen to them in the order that they were intended to be played in. But there's always some stinkers in there. So instead of skipping that song every time, I would just delete that file. And then whenever I played the album, it would just skip that song. And then I would listen to albums so long for so many times that I would forget that though that that album even had that song on it. And if I listened to it on you know Spotify or Apple Music, I would be I would get fucked up for a second. Like what the fuck is this song? Anyway, you can so. Once everything, you know, switch over to streaming services, it was harder to, you can't just delete the song off of an album on Spotify. It's just sitting there. So I would, so I make a playlist, call it that same name. So I would say like, here's this Phoebe Bridgers album. I don't want to hear the song with Connor Oberst on it. So I'll drag every, you know, all 12 songs. Oh, I see. I see. And the, the playlist will just be called Phoebe Bridgers album. And then it'll have every song on there except for, um, you know the Connor Oberst. That's, that's I would I, honestly. That's not fair, bro. I don't think that's a smart way to do things. But continue. Why not? I just. I, I, I mean, I, if I th- you if you love an album that much and you plan on rinsing it that much and you want, uh, you know, and you you don't want to hear, you know, you don't want to be like uh, stuck in a situation where your your hands free and you're not able to skip that song. Like if you're maybe up on just, up on a ladder, sanding some <laughs> some tall, sexy Brad Pitt style wood and. You can't get your phone out of your pocket because you have rough and rugged workman gloves on. Oh, you don't my have God. to. Is is something that you don't even have to worry about. You finish. No, but I think that, that I Phoebe think... song and then, oh, I know what's going to come next. Another song from Phoebe Bridgers that I want to hear instead of. I just I disagree. I think you should listen Connor to Robert. it. 
I think you should listen to it how the artist intended. And that is, you can skip at your leisure, but I, I think deleting it is too extreme. <sighs> That's bullshit. You, you don't like it, the, the Connor Oberst erasure? Is that what's going on? Well, I, do, I don't actually, um, but that's a separate issue. Well, I mean, um, we're, li- we're living in a time where pretty much every single thing in the world that we do has become customizable in some way, shape, or form. And this is just another example of, of technology catching up and ingenuity of, of, the, of humankind to you know, make our wow, lives you're more really, you're really You're really making this more than it should be, but congratulations <laughs> on your little hack you found. Thank you. Well, I mean, it is a trait of mine to, you know, over... But Kanye West Records, uh, am I am I crazy to think that graduation is better? No, that is a typical old head. Uh, uh, but I don't... Typical, I'm not a, like, if you're the type of guy who listens to the Joe Budden podcast, that that's probably going to be what you're saying, but... Jason, the but, Joe Budden podcast, unfortunately, is better than our podcast. So that's something to think about. Uh, did, I mean, the word better... Is a little vague. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little vague. I'm just saying it's better, so we got to work harder. Okay. Well, there. You know, there's there's a lot of people who might think that that Ben Shapiro's podcast is better than Joe Budden's podcast, but I might also disagree with that. You know. Good point. I'm just trying to keep the fire lit under your little thin ass. <laughs> I need it. Um. Uh. Well. I, okay. So graduation. Yeah, graduation. Yeah, that is an old head response. If you were, but I like club, that one. I just really like that one song. The the song with Cameron. Um. What's drive that? slow? Oh yeah, yeah. Drive slow, homie. I also that's think a, that's featuring one other person too, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But that's a good song. Like yeah. a very very good song. Well, I'm saying like well, an we're album, talking about not, songs, not albums, though, Chief. No, no, I'm, we're t- I'm, I just, my beautiful dark tips of fantasy to me is good, fine, but I just didn't listen to it that much. Also, Drive Slow is from Late Registration, not oh, I'm Graduation, sorry. and it's also featuring, is it my man? Paul Wall. Paul Wall, baby. It also has GLC, but you know, nobody talks about that, and I think it has some scratching from your boy Trizzy Trenzel shout out to Trenzel I know you're listening you know what I'm saying (laughs) we'll let we'll let you get some cuts on the how long gone Jag Jaguar seven inch produced by Mike Dean Mm -hmm. yeah Paul Wall you know another example of Jonah Hill syndrome when he got sober (laughs) and lost the weight became less cool (laughs) Paul Paul Wall is thin and he doesn't do drugs he doesn't rap about killing people or smoking weed or doing Jonah angel Hill, dust or anything cool like that anymore jonah hill put the weight back on though so are we good yeah but we saw his adidas collection it it, was, it ain't working that was rough bro <laughs> yeah yeah, rough. yeah the uh the the texas longhorn orange color doesn't work for uh for certain you know you got to have a 33 waist or lower to rock that uh to rock i just don't think i i just that orange color i love a monochromatic look but i don't know if it works with longhorn orange i mean maybe maybe he should have sent that pack to mcconaughey <laughs> and it could have worked on him a known unknown longhorn fan uh-huh yeah he he, he will hook them i didn't it's just you know. so interesting because jonah hill is such a talented actor he really is a gifted actor one of the best of our generation yeah, we saw what's that movie called? Something Dogs, where he's the gun runner. Oh, that shit's fire! Yeah, that shit's <laughs> fire with Miles Teller. Um, God, it's called War Dogs. A, War Dogs is a classic plane him and, flick. Yeah, him and Miles Teller. It's a great little plane flick. Terrible, terrible movie. But I think that's Jonah Hill at his absolute chunkiest, isn't it? That movie's good though. 
Yeah, it is good. But the the fashion that he was wearing during that really accentuated. But like, all of like his, he would all wear, of his, he would wear like a white a white Oxford shirt tucked into a pair of uh, of slacks. But you know when you're a, <laughs> when you're big dog style, the slacks you have to make the decision. Does the does the tucked in shirt go at the belly button? And then you kind of have the rounded Homer Simpson effect, or does the belt go under the gut? Which then yeah, you have the King of the tough. Hill style, yeah, it's belly tough. over over the belt buckle. As a as a and recovering, it's a decision that all chunkies have to make. As a recovering chunky, I've been there, and it's it's not a decision that is to be taken lightly. And that that uh, I would say one of life's most cruel sentences is. Being uh, being a chunky who also has to attend numerous formal occasions that require <laughs> a shirt to be tucked in. Well, that don't worry, jo- Jonah. The, the the classic thing that culture has done is turn Jonah Hill into a fashion icon when he is not one. Mm. Um, like I I wear I wear vintage t shirts and also have tattoos, mm-hmm. but I'm not rich and famous, so therefore I'm not a fashion icon. Right. Well, I mean, do you think do you think my mistake you are? Do you think my mistake is not liking the bad Grateful Dead enough? Is that my is that my Hell crucial no. mistake? Hell okay, no. Okay, good. That's a, that's a basic man's um, interest level. I look. I agree, but I think that I think that Jonah Hill actually is a cool, smart, talented guy, and he's been ruined by his own fans, and I hate to see that. Who? Yeah, I mean, which is a a fate that happens to more people than we realize. I guess who it's else really has common. been ruined by their fans? BTS. Just kidding. Definitely, definitely BTS. No, I mean, I honestly, Jonah Hill's a great example to me of someone who's like truly talented and given us so much and like does dress cooler than most actors, mm-hmm. but he's been turned into something that he's just not. He's not some fashion plate. He's not somebody you need to look to for style inspiration, but he's been turned into that by the internet. Right. Just because the man wanted to cop a, a couple palace hoodies. He now has the weight of the world on his shoulders every time he exits the home. Now, yeah, now he thinks people are going to buy a Samba with his name on the side of it. That, that's, that, that's not necessary. He can't even go to the mall no more. He can't. He can't even sit outside the smile and blast a cig with an iced coffee. That sucks. Uh, yeah, we didn't ask for this thing called fame, did we? It's tough, bro. Luckily, we can blast cigs wherever we want. People don't give a fuck. Yeah, especially in my hometown of Huntington Beach, California. Uh yeah, no one cares about <laughs> no one cares about you there. They see Fat Mike and Dexter from The Offspring and Jason. They ain't asking you for an autograph. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, I I, I rose. You know, I, I feel like this is something that I see. You know, every time I'm sure everyone can relate to this who's listening to this podcast. But you probably wake up at some point in the in your day, and you one of the first thing you things you do is look at your phone to whatever check your news or the email or see what your group chat is doing. Uh, and often it appears on a Sunday morning that, that Huntington Beach, my hometown in Orange County, is always <laughs> trending on Twitter, and it's never, <laughs> it's never because something nice happened. It's never because the waves are that good, let me tell you that. <laughs> it's never because... There's not a sale. There's not a sale at Quicksilver. Uh, <laughs> Roxy Roxy Women's is out of rash guards. That's not the news. But, e- but even just like, oh, there was like... Like I would, I would take a shark attack at this point. Like there's never, <laughs> I mean, Bro, let you guys alone are, you like, guys are wi- wilding the fuck out. It's oh yeah, and and never in a million years did I think that my quiet little hometown would turn into 
the West Coast or California stronghold for truly the shittiest Trump bros of all time. I mean, protesting a... Look, let's be real. A 10 o'clock curfew is annoying, but is it that annoying? Like, your fat ass in Orange County is not out at... What are you, at the club at 10 p.m.? Like, you're not yeah, doing if, shit. I think if, if all the businesses that you would go to after 10 o'clock are closed by the government already, like, like you can't go to a bar or a club or a restaurant <laughs> after 10 o'clock anyway, so, like, what is it that you're actually mad at? Like, you're, like Starbucks is not open. You know, the only place that you're going to go to is like hit the the Taco Bell drive-through and you're you're not going inside anyway. The dining room's closed. Every business is closed after 10 o'clock in, except in for Orange one County. that wouldn't be open anyway. I I don't so I just, are you mad you can't like walk around? I mean, it's really it's really weird. It's it's really weird. I I don't I mean, I think that it's more I mean, it's it's the classic Republican fucking personal freedom shit. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I don't want yeah. you to tell me to wear a mask. I don't want you to tell me where I have to be, which no one likes to be told to wear a mask and no one likes to be told what to do. That's that's human nature. But unfortunately, Jason, you know, sometimes you got to fall in line for the greater good of humanity. Yeah. And I think a lot or a, a, another a final big reason why is just the the orange curtain, as they say, the more, you know, the more you are separated and not exposed to people of other cultures the the shittier and isolated you're gonna get and the less empathy you're gonna have for other people and orange county created a perfect environment where only white people and some rich asian people can live and unfortunately that turns people into monsters that's not that's not great i mean also look i i don't think a a you know curfew i i don't think the coronavirus stops you know, I, I think it works during the day and at night. I don't know if the curfew is anything more than symbolic, <laughs> you know, but but I also yeah. think that that uh, it's, I guess, like, why not? You know what I mean? At this point, something has to be done. So, like, why mm-hmm. not? But but I don't um, it's definitely not something to protest about. That's for fucking sure. No, I mean, yeah, the it, it, the, the the curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 p.m. It doesn't really affect anyone whatsoever. It's- that's the that's what I'm saying. That's why you can't get mad about it. like no one is out between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. right now to begin with. Yeah, and it, you know you you can say that it is tyrannical behavior that you're trying to control people, and sure that is fine, that is true. But sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to be empathetic to other people and inconvenience your life for a little while for the greater yeah. good of people. I I, I tyrannically so force force Jason. Dick to podcast with me three times a week and you guys seem to like that so you know like maybe tyrannical behavior isn't that bad tyranny hive stand up (laughs) tyranny hive stand up um wow another classic podcast in the books tj me and you one-on-one uh in Mm -hmm. the beautiful la afternoon we're gonna go hit the tennis court after this that's right and yeah this is not patreon only content this is free for all you motherfuckers so please enjoy share it with a friend pass it on listen to some cool ads that we do and make sure to listen to our other podcast how long gone radio which is available only on spotify where we pick 10 of the cool new songs of of the week and uh and talk about them in a good or bad way in a good or bad way. And and this week is the uh, season one finale of uh, How Long Gone Live, our Twitch program. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll be yeah, picking Chris, back up in, Chris in is 2021. Gonna be retri- Chris is going back home for the holidays. 
Um, there will we will be live streaming Chris's going away party in my driveway on OnlyFans. So. <laughs> Throw those tips in to see Jason um, eat more. Uh, it's actually that kind of <laughs> it's, it's it's that that kind of thing. If you guys are if you freaks are into that, I mean, the, I don't want to say the word muk mukbang, but it will be a mukbang. <laughs> I don't want you to ever say that word either. Um, so anyway, stay tuned. We got more podcasts this week. We got some big guests. Um, we hope you're not celebrating Thanksgiving. It's a fake holiday for ugly food. Mm. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Saturday morning. Don't do that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>